We don't got time for that. Okay, okay. We have no time for that. This episode is about to be jam fucking packed with stuff. What? Meryl and I just got back from our trip. We went to a podcast convention called Podcast Movement. Mm -hmm. And before that, Meryl was off to New Orleans with uh, her man and family. Mm -hmm. And that was its own thing. And uh, we're not going to waste any time because I don't think, I don't, uh, honestly, you're probably going to have to listen to this episode in like 12 parts Mm -hmm. because there's so much good fucking content. Yeah. Uh, I can't even believe it's all in one episode. So let's just get into it. Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. Let's start at the beginning. Okay. New Orleans. Woo! My baby. Tell me everything. Okay, also, very quickly, I had a moment. I controlled myself, but when I had posted... I've been to New Orleans. Is that the first time in the history of history? <laughs> yeah, I'm learning. That you controlled yourself? Go ahead. I tried to. I, I This is what I mean. I am really psychotic. But I had posted that I'm in New Orleans, and I had, I've been there like four or five times, mm-hmm. and people started without anything. Like, I am always down for recommendations and like, where should I go? You know, as we will right. move forward hearing Nashville is a place that I've never been to, so I was welcoming i had no clue what was going on but i have been to new orleans four or five times does that mean i know everything and i can't be have new experiences no of course not but i also it's so funny that when you post a place oh. all of a sudden people are like go here go here yeah. new orleans do this and it, i wanted to be like i know this city and then, <laughs> <laughs> but then then i realized just calm down and honestly the recommendations that i got ended up being things i didn't know and they yeah. were like the be- better than things i've done before people do do that although I- i'll like when i went to nashville you know i, I was like i, had I, no clue I-, I wrote nashville. some friends that i knew had been to nashville that i yeah. knew, that i also knew had good taste mm-hmm. and whether it be food or experiences and i said hey top three things you do in nashville go kind of thing yeah and i got some really good uh some really good recommendations yes so overall we had a very very good time in new orleans my highlights really quick was seeing one of our past podcast guests and friends and drew norelli which is crazy that he was in town the same time as you yes and i discovered that because i saw his instagram post of him flying first class and then i said <laughs> i messaged him and i said it looks like we're having a very different flight experience and then it was like me having a panic attack on my flight then we found out we're both going to the same place blah 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 um my mom like every place that we went to knew that you and I were about to podcast. And yeah. so as we went into every store, she would talk to someone and be like, you should podcast with them, Meryl. This is the manager of a restaurant. You should podcast <laughs> with them. And I'm like, Where, where's Bo? Where's our, our equipment? Yeah, How do yeah. we podcast with them? At one point, I swear to God, she came over to me and she said, um, you should podcast with this woman. She has a guinea pig weaning off of methadone. <laughs> like, 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 who, her, this woman's guinea pig was like battling a heroin addiction because oh. the owner had like given it heroin or something. And so this, there was a for real guinea pig like going through heroin treatment. And my mom was like, talk to this woman. And I'm like, so, but anyway, the main thing I wanted to share was that we had gone on a tour um, a little like ghosts and legends of New Orleans tour and it was it was myself and my boyfriend Jack and my parents and the host it was very hot you know very humid sure and the host had uh, the the tour guide was telling us about residual hauntings which is like um, there's active hauntings of ghosts and then there's residual hauntings and residual hauntings is kind of like 
an, you know, if it's an old war site and then you can hear like the battle cries of men or what? stuff that it seems like the ghosts have gone away, but the residual um, of people will hear different voices or like oh. there's little kids that people can still hear the language that the little kids spoke, like little boys speaking French. And what? One place that all these little boys were killed. God, it's like a bad relationship. It is. I have definitely residual hauntings. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And so. Um, as he was talking about this, it's very hot and very humid and we're all just kind of standing in line and I hear uh, one of the people say, it's probably about 20 people all together, and one of the um, the people standing next to us was like, excuse me, excuse me, this girl doesn't feel so well and she pointed to the girl next to her and it's this girl by herself, like a young girl in her 20s that's like seemingly by herself on the tour who's kind of like swaying back and forth and like looking like she's about to go down and the girl just says like I'm diabetic and I haven't had anything to eat today and I've just drank and then all of a sudden her knees start to buckle and she faints to the floor shut up yeah and so then and then the tour guide like didn't do anything he just stood there and he's like oh okay like should I go on should we stop like it was so weird what? He, he didn't like snap to or call the police or call anyone and so this girl was fainting and I had a <laughs> I had a, a white washcloth from the hotel in my backpack that I was using as my own sweat towel and then so like we put cold water on it and we were like putting it on her pulse points and then my parents stepped in and my dad was uh, calling 911 on the phone and you know he has his like tr his hand tremors and it's when yeah. he gets stressed out he's like tremors even more and so he's like <laughs> where are we <laughs> with his hand like wildly shaking and then what? people my mom's yelling like does anyone have a sweet candy or you know a candy for this girl and i'm like like no have a Werther's original yeah. a second candy a second candy and so and then jack also jack and i kind of suspected that she may have taken some type of pill and not handled it correctly because to oh. us and maybe we were being not very callous but to me it's it seemed like a young girl that probably took some drugs that didn't really know how to handle uh, her shit and but then, she was alone she was alone and then Weird. she fainted on the floor and then um we didn't know what to do and she did not want the, the ambulance to come oh. so we ended up putting her in an uber and mm. and driving away and then wait 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 whoa 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 yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack right there <laughs> yeah. girl faints says she's diabetic yes she says don't call the ambulance then you guys all just said well, let's just put her in an uber yeah, and get her out of here an hour left on our tour we don't want a <laughs> refund so we just said okay bye but then and then and as she drove away i saw her kind of start to like get her mobility back and use her cell phone i'm like was this a bitch faking because she didn't want to hear like the history of new orleans why or why why i don't know why? and then, then who paid for the uber probably her i think i think oh, okay. we like i think she was able to like stay somewhat conscious to do interesting. it and then seconds later the someone a man walked past a homeless man walked past our tour and yelled at the tour guide and said um, ask your tour guides if they're from New Orleans. I bet they're not. And these are these fucking guys that are coming in that aren't locals. And our tour guide snapped and said to him, my cousin's in the mafia. And like, it's a federal offense to to yell at a tour guide and all this what? kind of stuff. I know. And then, and then he started yelling at him and getting him to fight with this homeless person. <laughs> and then... Um, I had we, he had just told us about a uh, story where like a woman got cut up into pieces, and then when he said, "I apologize for that," to that you know for losing my cool with that man, I said, "I said I want to cut that man up to into pieces," and it got a big laugh, and everyone said, uh -huh. "Really? Yeah, Jesus." But then and then he said, "I'm as you can tell, my left side has been injured from like." some fights and then i didn't even notice but he had like a arms like he was missing half of his arm and it was just it was just the weirdest <laughs> tour i've ever seen and that was really it 
I love New Orleans. I miss it already. I've never been. I'm a Garden District girl. Please, God, maybe that could be the place that we travel if we ever travel again. We're probably so not. So that was it. To. And I can't talk about it yet, but I saw, because I'm waiting for you, but next episode, let's definitely talk about the Anthony Bourdain movie because we saw that in a theater in New Orleans. Oh, in New Orleans? Yeah, and it was oh. like... It was so That's cool so funny. Like that. You went to a place like New Orleans. You only had a couple days and you went to see a movie. Well, um, the theaters there are really like old and local. I and see. So it's part seeing. of the experience. Yeah. And then I had my birthday alone in New Orleans uh-huh. by myself, Yeah, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> Wasn't the plan we originally sought out, but that was fun. Yeah, originally. That's where, that's where our real story begins. Yes, our, our story begins here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was supposed to fly into New Orleans, meet up with you. On your birthday, we were going to party and then drive across the the deep south into Nashville the next day. We were going to stop in Alabama. Yeah. Um, But I had something going on at the same time, which is my roommate was moving out Mm -hmm. and I had a new roommate moving in and I had to manage all of these things, plus cleaning, plus all the stuff. And I just felt like super overwhelmed. That's a lot. And I was like, I'm just going to fly to Nashville because... I want to see New Orleans, but I don't want to see it under the circumstances of me being under extreme pressure or stress. Yeah. So you canceled the drive. I canceled the drive. In the old days, I think I totally would have driven. But then I, I've seen too many date lines and too many <laughs> stories recently about like, I feel like the movies I've all watched have all been a girl traveling alone. Then her car breaks down. Yeah, then, yeah. You know, In the deep south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. D- I decided to just fly. But I honestly had like the stars aligning to have my birthday in New Orleans by myself was like really fun and awesome. As much as I love traveling That's awesome. with my people. I'm, I'm glad I could give that to you. Thank you. That was the best gift is not being around. So once we figure out like dates that we're going to go, um, I book my flight. I'm going to Nashville and I'm leaving on a Tuesday mm-hmm. and Monday night around 9 30 10 o'clock at night I've already checked in for my flight and everything I get a text you know I'm getting ready to go to bed essentially because I have to get up my flight is the next morning at 6 a.m. which means I have to get there around 4 30 or 5 <laughs> uh, and so it's like it's already past the point where it's like I should be in bed and I'm not and I get a text saying like your flight's been delayed and I was like wait what how far? It's like till 10 a.m. And I'm like, okay, uh, that's not so bad. And then it says, Gunk, your flight has been canceled. Oh my God. We're looking to rebook you. And I'm like, wait, what? You know, like when you've got plans, you yeah. know, I've already, I've already paid for, you know, I've already set up a rental car. I've already paid for the convention. We have an Airbnb. Right. To hear that your flight's canceled, I'm like, come on, man. And so about a half an hour goes by and I'm stressing out. And it says, hey, we found you another flight. Instead of leaving tomorrow at 6 a.m. when you thought you were, you're leaving in two days at four in the afternoon. I'm like, wait, wait. (laughs) So I'm leaving actually like two and a half days later than I thought I was going to. And then if I had done that, I'd be leaving on the on a Thursday or late Thursday, getting there Thursday night and then leaving to come back on Friday. Right. And for all intents and purposes, our, the convention actually started like on Tuesday in theory. Yeah. Like if we began, we were already the running Tuesday morning. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was like, so we were already coming in on like kind of missing the first day. So I was super stressed out because I'm like, well, what the fuck? How am I? I uh, yeah. I've already spent money on an Airbnb. I already spent, you know, put a deposit down on the, the car and all. I'm just like, this sucks. And so, Meryl, I called her and said, "Hey, man, I don't know if this is gonna work. I don't know. Me. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to come." And you were like, "Why?" 
<laughs> and and I was just like, it was too much stress at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, buy a ticket on another airline. I was like, that's insane. And then I looked up airlines and I bought another ticket on Southwest. <laughs> um, and that's when I realized that uh, American Airlines uh, had canceled maybe you saw this in the news, had canceled 800 flights on Monday, Yeah, another 1,000 flights on Tuesday, and then it kept going throughout the week, and that's who I was on. So it was like all these flights were getting canceled completely, and there was just chaos in like the Dallas airport where it was kind of like stationed at Dallas. That's where yes. I was flying through. But American Airlines in general was just like a complete clusterfuck. Yeah, and I had on TikTok, I was watching – people they had to get security because people yeah, there were trying was, to riot there were riots and fights and i saw some some woman she was like a, a one of the women working for american airlines at the counter was like you are not gonna fucking fight at my desk <laughs> and it was like whoa but at the same exact moment that i got those texts yes. saying like your flight's been canceled everything's going chaos and i'm writing you and you're like no shit but look at this and then you send me a text from the airbnb that we're about to get saying what okay so so I had just done my little night care routine. I did my six step skincare routine and I was getting all tucked in for a nice flight the next morning. And I was like, it was about 1045 and I was all all set to go. And I'm like, la la la, I can't wait to have a good sleep. Then I get a text from you at 1035 p.m. Flight yeah. has been canceled. Trying to figure it out. But the only option they're giving me is overnight Wednesday. Fucking stupid. I'll keep you posted. So as I'm processing this, yeah. I'm like, okay, this is bad, but we can make it work. I'm trying sure. to think about your situation. This is 1036. At 1041, <laughs> I get another message. My phone goes ding. And I'm like, oh, fucking bogan. And then it's our the host of our Airbnb in mm-hmm. Nashville that we are planning on staying at tomorrow, the next day. Uh, Leslie, hey, I wanted to reach out as we are unable to host you tomorrow due to damage <laughs> caused by the guest left today. We do have other homes. Please message me back ASAP. And this so is at 1045 thir- at night. Within six seconds, everything fell apart. And I want to be really clear. All of this is happening at the same time. Like I'm, my flight's been canceled and then the, now we might not have an Airbnb that's in the same area that is the same thing. We don't know what it is. And and it's like... And I'm like, is the universe trying to like stop... Is Bogo right. like crash on his flight? Because you, right. you hear about all these 9-11 right. stories yep. where it's like you're blocked from going. That's and what like, I was thinking. I was like, I'm fighting to get there, but everything's telling me not to go. Yeah. And then I was like, oh man, what am I... Am I fighting the universe? And this is so stupid, but I was already kind of scared because our title of our podcast that we had put going out that week was till death do us part at party and i'm like i'm like please don't put like a title about death about me flying because i'm already anxious and so i'm like is this like the, the other sign that we need in the universe is sending oh, these signals? okay so then gosh we i oh and then the other thing that was was kind of chaos is that i had booked the car rental in my name but yes. now i wasn't going to be there when marilyn was going to be there so now she had to book it because they wouldn't let me change it into her name and rental cars right now are so hard to get that i was like oh marilyn's going to be stranded i'm going to be stranded at the, at the airport no airbnb be yep. no you yep. no anything yep. so, but then i'm like okay we'll figure this out which made me not want to get on a plane honestly because i'm like flying into a place where everything's chaos yeah so i'm like am i gonna go am i gonna fight to get to nashville and just be stranded for the right. next two weeks right yeah so then i i looked at the i said you, you know no matter what let me just figure out the airbnb situation because yeah. like, no matter what i'll need a place to stay with you yeah. without you <laughs> the other thing that I should preface before is that the Airbnb that I had booked, even though it was just the two of us, I had booked a luxury home for eight <laughs> <laughs> next to the Opry because our, our convention was at the Opry that's Land. A, that's the last time I'm letting you book the Airbnb because <laughs> I have a nice when I looked at the price, I'm like, wow, Nashville's kind of expensive for an Airbnb. 
and then you showed me what we were going to get. And I was like, what the fuck do we need that for? We needed room. Uh, we didn't case, need five rooms. I didn't want to stay in a hotel. I don't think either of us want to stay in a hotel together. Also, <laughs> getting our getting separate hotel rooms just then it's like I want to also have like a kitchen with you and have like fun That's stuff. That's fine, with you. but the, there are homes that aren't enormous. I saw the word they're... luxury for eight, and I knew I had to do it. <laughs> but that that was God slapping me down because then the, what the, her other options. I picked the best one that I thought, but I was still highly disappointed by yes. rolling in. And you let me know that before I got there. Yeah, I said this is not the, even this close. This is not even close. The The place is just kind of boring and not that mm-hmm. good. And I was like, why am I flying here? What am I doing? This is like everything is falling apart. It and it felt apart. like the night before COVID dropped like like really dropped where things started closing down yeah. where things are like uneasy you're like well I better get home you know what I mean like yeah. I better go home it seems like the grocery stores are going wild it felt like that moment yeah, yeah, yeah. where like is something happening is the Delta variant putting its big <laughs> hand down on the world and it's like everything's canceling and the, and the flights know it it's like just stop yeah yeah like that's what it felt like like somebody knew something and I wasn't paying attention to the all the details See, that's where I operate best because I will always plow through yeah. and fight against any signal that the universe gives me <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but so then you so then i flew well yeah you fly and you go and you get a car luckily mm-hmm. and then you you go up to check into the secondary airbnb yes yep and so the we i chose the airbnb we wanted and then her maintenance staff sent me the code to get in so i'm like jiggling the door handle it's not really working it's just kind of you know giving me a tough time and then i asked for a different code they sent me the they're like oh yeah sorry we sent you a wrong code this is the right one so they send me the correct code at which point i walk into the the house and like there's the refrigerator's leaking and it's like there's and it just feels really eerie it doesn't feel really set up for guests like (laughs) there's still kind of like garbage bags from cleaning on the counter and it almost feels like I'm like there's someone there or something it just feels kind of like weird and eerie and I'm like is this and then I started opening the um, and then you look over and there's a girl and her knees are buckling she's like I have I have diabetes (laughs) it's a residual hunting yeah Yeah, exactly it felt like that and and I was opening the doors to see if there was like a laundry thing but all the doors were like shut tight I'm like like it's so weird they like shut the house so then i messaged the the woman and i said this house feels like really weird or am i am i at the right place or something and immediately she calls me and i'm describing to her like okay there's like an elvis statue here and i'm i walk upstairs and i'm hearing this and i hear silence on the other end and she's like you're in the wrong house this is not the right house oh my god <laughs> so they gave me i went in a different airbnb and they gave you the same code for another one. Co- yeah, a and different it's just the same one. code all. Yes. Well, that's good to know. So exactly. <laughs> so if anyone needs two Airbnb codes in Nashville, how did you get to the wrong address? I don't understand. Um, the maintenance had said there was one that was like, "Here's the directions to your house that oh, Airbnb man. gives," and then her maintenance crew was like, "This is the one for like you know five oh six more." Oh you know? and boy. So the maintenance one sent me the house that I went to, but Airbnb had a different address for her. Did you which just was the bolt? Right one. Were you just like, "Get me the fuck yeah, out of I here"? I said, "I'm like, I feel really weird here," and it just felt like very freaky. Gosh. And so then she said, "This is the right. The other home is the right home, the right address." So then I, I mean, finally listen, get in. In most trips, if this is all that happened right now, <laughs> yeah. if this is all that happened, people would be like, "Wow, that's that's a rough start, yeah. right?" Yeah. But we're not even getting. This is just the start, right? <sighs> So then what did I do that day? Well, I didn't get in. Oh, yeah. You went off and you got some. Oh, yeah. And I had a beautiful day in Nashville. Yeah. yeah you I went, went to a like park. A, yeah, I went to a park. I got, got some, some hot 
chicken. Patty B's hot chicken. Yeah. So then, yeah. then I knew that I had to pick you up at like 1 a.m. Which I knew that that's not good for you because you're not a late owl. You're right. not you're not a night owl. Right. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to fly in at, oh, I was supposed to get there at midnight. And I didn't even say this, but like the flight that I did end up getting got delayed three times before I even took off from San oh Diego. Got delayed another time in Las Vegas. So each time it was pushing the time further and further that you were going to have to pick me up. Yes. Until finally in Las Vegas I got delayed and it was like, okay, well now I'm not getting until one in the morning. Yeah. And I was like, God damn. And then you're like, one in the morning. Oh, what no. What am I going to do? And I had a friend that lives in Nashville reach out to me and say, he, he saw that I was here and he said, um, there's like a cool pool party if you want to go to. There's a bar night and you're invited. It's like some emo night. And I was like, perfect. This will help me out. Like, I'll, I'll meet you guys at 10 p.m. And then you guys yeah. can like help me stay awake, stay awake so that I have someone keeping me accountable. And then <clears throat> right around like... 9 40 when i was getting ready he texted and he was like i'm comfy in my house i'm not leaving I'm like, <laughs> i was like i need this i need you and so i must have set genuinely like 11 alarms where i was like 12 30 12 45 because i was so worried about that feeling when you're like i was so worried about falling asleep and then waking up at 4 a.m and, and then be like and you didn't have it you didn't know where the house was you don't right. know i don't even know the code i forgot the code at this point <laughs> so yeah okay so then but i held it together you did and you picked me up and it was i was i got there and it's like one of those days where it feels like you've been in a hospital bed for like four <laughs> weeks and you woke up out of a coma and you're like, my body doesn't feel like it's working. Cause I was just like, I've been traveling all day. I've been sitting. It's gross. I have a mask on. Everyone feels. Yeah. And it's just like, I got there. I was like, I just want to, I just want a bed. And then you immediately said like, I need to warn you. The place isn't that good. And I was like, don't <laughs> say this. Like we spent a lot of money on this thing. It's yeah. like, and so we drive and then I'd like to, to use this part to say like, driving with you is pure chaos it is you i don't know how you it's get anywhere i don't know how you get anywhere because i know how i get anywhere i don't know how other drivers on you the road. you use google maps or whatever it is but you don't use the audio version of it <laughs> so you're holding the phone or placing it up on the dash mm-hmm. it's constantly falling at every turn <laughs> you're f- always missing your your exits and turns you're always going like oh oopsies and then you like flip around and go back on the highway i'm like i'm like you just added 20 minutes to our you're like it's okay we'll get there we'll (laughs) get there and i'm like yeah but we could have gotten there an hour ago and it's just i'm i can't i'll be like woo a sign for memphis and then the next thing i know i'm like in in memphis (laughs) i can't understand why why you would do it this way like well, what? And why do you start this? It takes me a really long time to switch over to lanes. Oh my god! Like, it, awful. I, I don't really make decisions. I you're I, like the slowest merger. You're like you 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 don't you hit your turn signal. Yeah. And that's your that's your the it's guide for yourself. Of, you're yeah. like okay, I guess I'll start turning. And then it's like if you could move five percent <laughs> over <laughs> as you merge in the next lane, it's just like five percent every. 10 seconds i'm like correct oh my god you're killing me yeah and and traffic is like you're like i don't care they can get away from me and i'm like (laughs) i don't like driving with you at all i do not and then but then the opposite is like when i drive i'm like you got to help me with directions because i'm paying attention to the road and then i'll check it i'm like i'm researching like the best yeah yeah and then you're like oopsies we missed our thing i'm like oh my god it's just so (laughs) awful you're not wrong it's so awful um but then we get back to the place Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, are the beds going to be like have bug bites, bug bed, <laughs> bed bugs in them or or what is happening, right? Mm-hmm. We get to the place and it's kind of in a residential area. Not what I would think like 
Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. It, it, it felt like down a dark street. For Nashville people, it's in an uh, area called The Nations. That's like the, the name of the and, area. And again, it's at 1.30 in the morning, almost 2 o'clock in the morning that we're getting there. So everything seems eerie. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I just had the day of fuck, from fuckery. And, and so we get to the place. We put in the code. We open it up. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is a really nice place. It's got concrete floors. It's, everything's brand new. And I'm like, there's a lot of space here. It's like a really nice, long, like, I don't know, townhouse. Mm-hmm. And then I'm I like. I was mad because I didn't get. They should have provided soaps, waters. <laughs> little, I mean, I'm spoiled with like the Palm Springs Airbnbs that provide okay. yeah. all my accoutrement. But all I'm going to say is like, I checked the place out. I'm like, this is really, really nice. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to check up the upstairs. I went up the stairs. And these are like, no kidding, like 12 to 14 foot ceilings. Yeah, very high ceilings. And so I went up to the second floor and there's these two really nice bedrooms, each with their own shower and bathroom. Then there's a third floor. Walk up to the third floor. It's like this whole living room section with a TV and another bathroom and all this like nice big sectional couch and there's a balcony that looks out onto the I'm like <laughs> for two I'm like what is Meryl saying like this is not a nice place like what is she expecting I don't know this is one of the nicer Airbnbs I've been in usually it's like oh that's it's nice it's good yeah. but it's like I don't know this was I like have, nice yeah I just wanted little hand soaps it, it made me realize that we just go on diff- we're on different trips right yeah. like what you expect and what I expect are just different and I like nice places but like this was nice yeah. Okay. So anyway, okay, yes. So um, finally, you're in. I'm in the ville. Uh, you were so nice. You got a couple bottles of bourbon, and I, I definitely had a couple glasses right as I went to bed. And I felt so bad because I know that feeling when you're just having a day. And I also, I was very proud of you for keep for still going on the trip. You really fought adversity as I, a white man I, and I, <laughs> <laughs> continued to go to a podcast conference <laughs> with, with a luxury Airbnb. Oh but no, my like, gosh. I was very, very, I, I was telling Jack that I'm like, I could hear in your voice the very first night, this like little element of like, not that you were trying to get out of it, but it would be so easy. It, it made yeah. sense for you to not go on the trip. But well, the I, that you I, still went meant a lot to me. So I wanted yeah. to just, you know, well, financially it would have been a real waste. It would have been a real waste to not go. Yeah. Cause I, I would have, we I would have, yeah, there. I would have lost probably around a thousand dollars. And I'm like, I, I should go, I should spend $350 more and just go. And, and then, be stuck in Nashville for a month. And this is how much I care about you is that I still had one piece <laughs> of hot chicken, but it was like really disgusting with coleslaw. And so I took a napkin and I tried to cl- clean up the presentation. Oh, you you're so nice. Thank you. You're so nice. <laughs> I did eat that hot chicken right before I went to bed, which always oh, yeah. is a good idea. Um, <laughs> no. So, okay. So we get up the next morning cause we got to get up early. Even mm-hmm. though we went to bed at two, we have to yep. get up at eight and we go into the podcast movement, mm-hmm. which is this convention that the reason that we're there to learn about tech, to learn about like the industry, in the general. industry in general, uh, systems all, all and see some great, uh, speakers, including one of them was Mark Cuban. Yes. We'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll but. Get to that. So I always feel like in podcasting, it's hard to know in general what is even happening in the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, like we all podcast kind of isolated and then there's not sure. a ton, there's newsletters and then there's other stuff, but it's, it's hard to know. Yeah. Well, and any, any, any of these like Facebook pages and things are just not where I want to be because right. like, it's like a podcast uh, group and then you get on there and people are writing things like, uh, I have a question for everybody. What should I podcast yeah, about? Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. that's not how you start this. Exactly. Yeah. You, you, you should have a voice. You should have a reason that you want to do this and then, then go do it. If you right. have tech questions, that's one thing. But to be like, I have all the equipment. What should I talk about? Yeah. It's like, sh- get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so we go to the podcast movement and we're looking around and we see people that Meryl knows and, you know, her energy is so like up. She's so like, I'm in my element. I am. And, my and, you know, podcasting it, is my, is my people. Right. I'm and you're just like, I love it's it. Geeky people too. Well, it's, 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 it's the same people as radio people and you know, no. radio people. It's kind of similar. No, okay. No, I don't think you don't so. think it's a transfer not from people all. who were in radio that are now in podcasting. Not really. So what I don't music and radio was all people trying to be like cool and egoy. Oh, like any any of the like radio broadcasts and like the Disney stuff that I did and radio people are really insane and insecure and not collaborative. Mm. I think there are some you are right where there's some that have gone into like being consultants for people mm. that are radio people. But it's, those are almost like the you business think podcast man. people are more normies. Absolutely. OK. Or more geekies. And okay. more um less competitive and less like ego and fear driven. Like I, I really I truly okay. see such a difference between especially like at the music industry conferences I used to go to. It's all about like just being cool. And I feel like podcasting. It's all about like I, feel like I think I was passionate. saying that because so many people at the conference said I used to be in radio. Maybe. Yeah. So that's yeah, why yeah. I was like, it seems like it's that's that, that was a natural thing. It's like radio's dying. Podcast is the next thing. People in radio don't know where to go other than in podcast. True. So that's why okay, I, yeah. that's why I was saying that. I get very and, and that's also why I'm right. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay. So anyway, we're walking around and Meryl's got this like great energy and she's like, hi friend. Oh my gosh. Who are I? And it's like, then I go up to this one booth that is this system that is pretty much the, the, the number one system that people use to host their podcast. Right. Where you like upload right, it, right. where it distributes to all these places. And from us to you listener, we've had quite an ordeal with the system, the, the, the ad that we do in the beginning, yeah, don't listen, don't listen to, to it. it. Yeah, fuck that, fuck that <laughs> company so that, much. We're taking that ad off. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's they've taken us for a real ride, and and that's its own story. Yeah, we'll but go. We'll, that's a shit show. But I'm I'm looking because I'm mostly the tech person here. I'm right, looking yep. for a s- service that is better, and I was like, this is the one I think I want to go with. But Meryl has it already in her mind that we're going with somebody else because she knows people there. Correct. And I was like, but yeah, but th- that's not the right. If that's not the perfect fit, just because you know them doesn't mean we should pick it. Right. So, but Meryl has it in her mind. This is what we're doing. We're going to go with her friends. And I'm saying, no, we're going to go with the best one. Mm -hmm. So I just say, I'm going to go up to this booth and I want to talk to these people and learn a little bit more. Meryl's someplace else. And I start talking to the, essentially the owner of Mm -hmm. the company. And he and I were discussing like, oh, do you do this? Does it do that? Blah, blah, blah. And I see Meryl walk up with the look on her face like I have just like killed a puppy. She was just like, mm we are not going with these people. She's giving me that look, and her energy is so garbage. It's so funny because I can't even, I can feel what I feel like inside, but then it must radiate out because I've been told that before by other people. So too. I'm talking to the owner, and then she walks up, and he's like, oh, hi. And then uh, she's almost like doesn't even give him the time of day, and it's like, no, we have to go. Like, like, like. I'm dismissive of like, even like if every this, second that we talk to him in my mind is a second wasted. It, it was like, like you're my girlfriend and I'm talking to another girl and you walk up, you're like, uh, uh-uh, we got to go. Yeah. Like you're not talking to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. what is going on? And I'm just like still trying to ask questions and not be rude to him. And you're like, we don't even need to talk to this person. What? He's a fucking loser. I'm out of here. I was ready to about face. And I was away. so irritated. I'm like, wow, you came in really hot right there. And you're like, no, I didn't. You were like <laughs> deny- denying the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, you did. And I was like, I don't do that. And then as we are arguing about it, we see our friend Steve Ulsher who runs mm-hmm. Podcast Magazine. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, I love you. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good, you're right. Oh, it was so, it was so bad. And that kind of started this, this, 
the way the trip started the podcast movement was like there were a lot of these little moments where i got to know you on another level yeah and you you get to know me mm-hmm. too and and we're just so different on yeah. so many levels. This is the part everyone knows. This is we're different. Bo's going to make himself sound better. No, 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 no. Worse. No, I, you do that a lot, <laughs> which I've noticed. <laughs> we're so different. Like insert really good thing about me. Insert not so good thing about you. It's a method of control. It's okay. Well, okay. So that last thing that happened, do you think that's a good thing that you do? No, 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 no. I think it's a... I, I don't know if if other people besides like the ones like with me notice. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Jack has told me that before because we had a friend that was kind of recommending something I didn't want to do. And I thought my like I thought I was like, oh, okay, thank you. And he was like, you could at least be a little bit less uh, be more inconspicuous about like how no it is to you. And I think I'm so yes about so many things. Uh and I get so excited that if something's a no for me, it's hard for me to like. But I think, okay, and I, I, I disagree with you. I don't think I try to make myself sound better. I just am honest about. You sounding you bad. See, yeah, I, no, I think you do. I think you see yourself through a filter a lot of like. Maybe. This is why I'm so good. This is why it's so bad. Like, no, I think in this moment, I didn't say like, I'm great at conversing and you're not. I said, hey, you could really have done that differently. I, I agree with I that. I don't think that was proper for you to come up and make me feel bad for talking to this person. I do agree That's with what that. I was saying. I, I didn't say like, I'm great and I do everything perfect and you're bad at this. No, but we'll, we will hear from your further examples. Okay, great. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um, so we have that day and I'm a little tired just because the day before, but we have a full day yeah. and then we're so excited to go out and like try things. So we go out and we get barbecue uh, oh, and yeah. we order everything on the menu. We fall off the bone. Yeah. So good. Over at, uh, what was it? Martin's. Uh, Martin's Barbecue, which is really famous. You, would, you, you hit the nail on the head with recommendations. Oh, good. Like everything that you did. So are you saying That's a good that I'm good at something? Oh, God, and that, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm ready to tell you when things are good. We're all flawed humans. And then we went out afterwards, uh, you know, to, to if you've been to Nashville, you'll know on Broadway Street, it's just like music uh, venue after music venue and bars. Just like there's so much live music in yeah. Nashville. It's like you can't walk 10 feet without like another new band being like. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. Uh, and I knew where I wanted to go. And I was like, this is where we're going. And so we went to Robert's mm-hmm. uh, Robert's uh, music and bar. And it was. Awesome. So there much was, fun. There was a rad live band with a stand-up bass, and it was just like a really great energy and good music. Yeah, and it's it's nice, and it's I feel like the Nashville. This felt like a local bar. It didn't feel like all tourists yeah. there. It felt like people were like really nice to us, and the band was so fun. And yeah, yeah it was it, that was like really really good music. And I always get sure. I'm very excited. And I'm only telling this part of the story now because I didn't want to double it with another negative. But like what oh happened God. immediately what? after the podcast moment? T- no, 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 hold on. Okay. Immediately after the podcast and that whole moment with the you know your attitude a little bit. As we're getting ready and going out at like 4 p.m. or 5 Mm p.m., you say to me, I don't want to be out late. I want to be home by 11. And I was like. Is that how you heard it? Yes, that's how I heard it. You're like, I want to be home by 11. I was like, it's 5 p.m. Like, why are you telling me what the night is going to be? And the way that you said it to me was like, you don't get a say on this. I want to be home by 11. I want to be in bed by 11 is what you said. That's what you said. I want to be in bed by 11. I have a big day tomorrow. Mark Cuban's speaking in the morning. and We're going to be home by 11. And I was like. Okay. Then and I we're going to be home by 11 or I want to be home by you, 11. Uh, you said we need to be back by 11 sort of thing. Okay. It, but it, it was not really what you're saying. It was how you were saying it to me because now maybe I need to deal with this, but I don't like people <sighs> telling me 
the way it's going to, my trip is going to go. It's like, there are so many ways that we could have had this conversation where it's like, you would like to be home by 11. So you're willing to take an Uber or would Correct. you be okay Absolutely. if you want to stay out later tonight, you take an Uber, I'll take the, the car back kind of thing, Very whatever so. it is. I do understand. But that. whatever it was, it set me off a little bit. And I was like, for whatever reason, I feel like I pick men <laughs> deal with their mother wounds no no no. <laughs> no that um like i feel like i very little like i don't break down things that because i'm sure i'm sure you are a wonderful communicator mm. but i'm sure you've done the opposite to me where you're just like i want to eat dinner at five or like little things that i don't think mean so big but it must be I, like it must be me because I, I have the same issue in my own relationship where the way i communicate stuff must be like that the other person feels that they're on a ride with me. I was just going to say that there's a lot of people in my life uh, that, you know, it does seem like I'm on their ride. Yeah. And I have to like just do what they want to do. And it's it's become a problem. And uh, I've had to say things before. It's like, hey, you need to ask me what I'm doing before you schedule me to do something. You know what I mean? Totally. Sort of like keeping people in the loop of like, hey, we're doing this together. So, hey, what's your plan for tonight? Would you, you like? I do want to do this thing tomorrow. What do you? What do you? What's your plan? Or that's a it, whole way of new way it, of me communicating. Yeah, yeah. Would it be <laughs> yeah. okay if we uh, make it a shorter night tonight? Or I would like to make it a short night. I know you might want to go out. Yeah, I think very singularly. I know, and, and it's I'm I'm trying to get better. I don't know if I will always be like, what are we doing? Because I don't really think that much in a partnership. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to get better. But I also sometimes just wish it was like I want to be back by eleven, and then you could be like. Okay, well, I think I might actually want to be back by two. So why don't you take an Uber? Like, Which you're right. I could say that. It's just the tone in which you say things mm-hmm. sometimes that I'm like, yeah, but you're not even asking me. You're not even caring what I want. You're saying this is what we're doing. <laughs> yes. And I was like, yeah, I'm not having that. I'm a I'm a grown man and you're not going to tell me what the fuck to do. And, I, and I, I didn't do it like a baby. I was just like, hey, can you like check the tone in which you speak to me? Yeah. That's all. That It must be but, me because I, I get it reflected back at me. Oh, this is the greatest part. This is the greatest part. Oh, yeah. yeah because yeah, yeah. you say that, mm-hmm. right? You say that I want to be back, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. And we have this conversation and mm-hmm. we try to make it a mature thing. And you're like, okay, well, maybe I'll, you know, and and, and you did try to like say it back to me. But even then you were kind of I mocking, was mocking me. I was yeah. like, what do we think about me taking this sip of water? <laughs> what do we think about me using the restroom? And right I was now? like, oh, here's Meryl. She's flying off the handle because in her own way. It's, a, it's this little thing. I do have like a teeny weeny bit of like disrespect. Yeah. N- not just for you, but it's like in i don't sometimes like super like wholeheartedly respect like other people's methods of that right and then it and i do like i do enough but then it's like comes back in the way where like because i do that too so to be clear i'm not making you sound bad you're admitting that this is a thing absolutely and and i'm not making myself sound better i'm just saying like let's communicate more right okay so so we've already decided (laughs) that we're gonna come back early i'm a little irritated but i'm like listen it's fine let's just see how the night goes and how we're feeling in the time exactly so it's good i'm rigid sometimes that's something that i deal with is that i rigidly think like i want to be done by three i want to be done because in my head i have a like i want to get a good night's sleep i was exhausted as well and then my rigidness i think affects other people because they feel like they're on the ride with me yeah so i know i know you're trying to you're trying to explain yourself but there's no No, i'm trying to deep instead of just being sure yeah 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 so it's getting close to the time in which you wanted to come home mm-hmm. and i'm like all right well let's round this shit up and let's start walking towards the car and that kind of thing she said she wants to be home by 11 yep i'm gonna i'm gonna work with her on this sort of thing even though we already talked and but i'm gonna work with her it's mm-hmm. fine i don't need to stay out all night so get our bill pay it do our thing we're walking she's like oh, 
oh my God, my friend just wrote me and they're out and they want to know where we are. And I'm thinking in my mind, I was like, where we are is about to go to the car to go home because you need to be home by 11, mm-hmm. little bitch. And then you're like, let's go meet him. I want to meet him. And I was like, are you kidding me? And then she changes all and the plans. Like 10, yeah, you, yeah. Ch- you changed all the plans. You're like, come on, let's just go have one drink. And you're, you get that whiny voice that drives me I get fucking very bonkers. And, whiny, yeah. and so then you're like, we come on, we have to go someplace and we got to meet. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? To say I got a second wind would be an uh, understatement. To, I got un- like a understatement. tornado. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a light shone down, like a UFO is <laughs> about to portal you up. And, and, and so then I'm like, yeah, because I want to, I want to prove to you that I'm willing to work with you. But I was like, absolutely let's go to this place but inside i'm like dying like this is so funny it ended up yeah because you were kind of tired it was it was definitely like uh like yeah 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 and it probably also got to you that these were these were friends that like i deem as valuable or something and (laughs) then they they are worthy of staying out but i'm not that's really what i felt yeah and so i was like okay so be it um, so we end up going out and we stay out even later, mm-hmm. even though we've got to get up early the next morning. Cause you had already deemed that the day, the next day was going to be an early morning. <laughs> I want to get up at six 30. I want to get ready and be at the convention. Cause Mark Cuban is talking and I want to be in the front row. Yep. And I was like, okay, let's do this because our Airbnb is like 20 minutes away. Yeah. So we have to go together. There's no like, Oh, I'll just get there later. So we are kind of joined at the hip. <laughs> we stay out. We have a couple more drinks. You and I joined at the hip is very funny. And, and then we funny. get home late and I'm just like, I'm going to bed. I got to get up early. So then <sighs> 630 in the morning, dun, 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 wake up, you know, you're like ready. You've got Mark Cuban in the middle of your pants and it's yeah. like, wow. And so we get ready. We roll 20 minutes over to Opryland, which I don't know if we said it was at Opryland. This yeah. whole thing is at Opryland. Beautiful and convention then, center. The convention center is like crazy. It's like Jurassic Park yeah. indoors. Yeah. It's so wild. So we get there probably by 7.15 or something. And he doesn't go on until 9. Okay. <laughs> and and I was like just kind of like trusting her that the, there's it's going to be packed. Right. We get there and I'm like. Is this even open yet? Yeah. And there's no people anywhere. When we when we saw the uh, the place that he was speaking, I thought it was just staff at first because I'm like, oh, it's staff only. They haven't opened it yet. And they're like, oh no, it's open. You could sit down. And it and was genuinely we go like in, three and, other people. And there was seating for probably I don't know two, three thousand mm-hmm. people, and we were the <laughs> only two in the whole room. And so I'm like, you're fucking so kidding me. So I asked you, where do we think about, where do we think about sitting? Where <laughs> yeah, right. Sit? <laughs> where should we sit? It, and what I do you was think like, about me buckling my knees to sit down on a chair <laughs> the way that I <laughs> So we go in and we sit down and I'm just like, I can't even believe it. I'm like, I got up for this shit. And for was- an hour and like 10 minutes, we sat there almost alone. Yeah. Maybe one or two people trickled in until like. Around 8.45, 15 minutes before he goes on stage, then the place got busy. Yeah. And it, it and all it packed did pack out. in. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't need to be there two hours no, before. No, we definitely did not. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. So, par for the course, really. Yeah. So, and then it's funny because- It all you comes know, back around. Yeah. It comes back around because Mark Cuban was really there. And, and be clear, Meryl has a huge boner from Mark Beyond, Cuban. Beyond, yeah. And just thinks like everything he does and everything he says, she's all about it. Yeah. I, I think of it's very, like, I do admit, I definitely think of people in terms of like levels sometimes. Yeah. And I think like the Shark Tank people yeah. are ones that to me are like, wow, they are really crazy like business people and manifestors and they all dress so cool. And yeah, I, I have a big crush on all the sharks. And I, I get that. I get that. Mm-hmm. And so he's there not to really talk and talk about Motivate the state of, yeah. of 
podcasting. He's there to sell a product. And it just ends up being an hour long commercial for this new app that he's building with somebody that's going to help maybe 5% of the podcasting community, to be honest. Yeah. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. It's just a commercial. But guess what he says? He says, we're making this app and blah, blah, blah. And we're partnering directly with, and then he says the company. And it's the company that Merrill had said, no, absolutely not. We are not using them. And pulled me away from a conversation. And I died laughing. Because now... (laughs) Here's my here's Mark Cuban telling her about this product that she's literally downloading as he's speaking. Like, yep, I'm do in. It, I'm 100 percent in. Yeah. And we're partnering with the company that you said you will not use. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so great. I appreciate the humor. It's I really so do. great. And I'm I'm just like dying yeah. laughing in this thing. That's what I get. That's what I get for like believing that some things are better than others. Yeah. So, you know, it's that kind of those moments over and over again. (laughs) We go to a lot of different uh, podcast panels and there's a lot to learn. And Mm -hmm. there is a lot of great energy and information. And then we have this one where we're sitting. It's quiet. It's very analytical. I'm learning a lot. And this woman behind me is is eating popcorn or chips or yeah. something. <laughs> and it's like in a moment, like if you can think about this in a quiet room or a theater, right? It's actually quieter than a the theater because there's sound and music and, and loud talking in a theater. But this is just like a panel discussion. Right. And she starts, she's she's done eating her chips and it's already annoyed me that she's like, chow, 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 you know, eating. And then she goes to put the bag away and it's a full-size bag of chips, like like you would buy for a family, right? Mm-hmm. And she starts slowly folding it up yeah. and crinkling it. And I'm like, oh, my God. So dramatically. How, how are you doing this? Yeah. And she's like, and just like over and over. For, I'm not even kidding. Probably 45 seconds. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Just when you would think that. And I'm like, what? what, what I looked over fuck? at you because I know that, that would be nails on a chalkboard to you. Because I'm just like so aware of my surroundings that like a person like that, I want to fucking punch in the face. Like I wanted to turn and be like, hey, shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> but she just kept folding it away. And I was just like, oh my God. I could feel that. Oh, it was like. I had a couple moments like that in the week. Yeah. Well, it's just also being with all these different people and things. And I think everyone's like not used to being around others as much as possible. Yeah. Also, I thought it was so cute that the podcast movement had um, little buttons that you can. It was you could wear a mask if you wanted to. You didn't have to. You know, obviously they're not in the laws in Nashville. Like they're just enforcing what they need to, so it's not their fault or anything sure, like that. Sure. But they had little buttons that were red, yellow, and green, and they could yeah. signify like what level of if you want human interaction. If you red means look, stay away from me, obviously. Yeah. And I thought that was so good because um, I didn't want them to cancel the event, but sure. it's also people enough people wanted to go. I mostly saw green buttons, but I definitely saw a bunch of yellows. Yeah. If you are red, then it's like kind of like I kind of feel like if home. you're wearing a red button that says I don't want you to talk to me, touch me, look at me yeah, or anything, like, then why are you at this thing? Yeah, I And agree. I do yeah. think there were some of those people mm-hmm. like I'm here, but you need to stay 10 feet away from me. I yeah. don't want it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, then don't go to a big right. thing. And a big event. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think they did a good job as much yeah. as you could. That has to be a lot of um, a lot of responsibility to be putting on like an event right now because I'm sure they got sure. flack for people sure. and it is unfortunate that like just as this is happening the Delta thing is I know and it's scary because like when things started opening up I bought 
tickets to a music festival, which I was, I've really have never been to a music festival, but I'm like, I really want to see this, this mm-hmm. these bands. There's a great lineup. It's in Kentucky and it's going to be bourbon and this music festival. And I was like, this is perfect. Right. So got tickets to that. And then while I was in Nashville, I got an email saying like, Hey, there's some new things that we got to talk about. And it's like, now you have to carry a vaccine card. You have to wear a mask. You got it. And it's like, like Oh okay, boy, this is, like, this is yeah. getting, this is yeah. getting like, uh, maybe this is the wrong time to be going to a music festival. Yes, And it's always so hard to know too, because it's like, I want to post the, like where I am, like new Orleans has zero. Everyone's maskless on bourbon. Sure. Street, but then Nashville but too. Then I know that my friends here in California are like, glued to the news and peaking every moment so then i'm like posting insta stories of like you know and i didn't want to even in new orleans i didn't want to post my parents really like too much in the crowd because i don't want sure because if they got sick then i don't want right, I don't, right. it's just a weird time. i know i don't want to post anything because it's like somebody's gonna have a judgment about something just i'll leave it alone yeah it's like yeah it's stupid stupid um so oh yeah so which oh, yeah. kind of brings me to my next thing really quickly i want to give a shout out we went out to dinner at this place called husk and holy fuck if you're in Nashville and you get a chance, get a reservation. You can't just walk in usually. Right. Husk is like one of the best restaurants I've been to in my life. Me too. For it, real. It is yeah. like so fucking good. Yeah. And not crazy expensive. Like I would say yeah, it's like, you know, you can get in and out for 50 years. It was less than like a, like a Vegas steakhouse, kind of like a fancy yeah, one or yeah. something. It like, was so good. Everything was amazing. It really was beyond good. So please go to Husk. Things. I can't talk enough about that. Yeah. But, well, I, I did talk enough about that. <laughs> um, but then... We were going to this concert that iHeartRadio was putting on because at the podcast thing, they're big like, hey, don't forget, Thursday night, we were putting on a concert with Questlove. Questlove is from The Roots. I'm sure you probably know them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we were very excited about that. But kind of going off that topic of like a lot of people in a small place and then what that looks like, when we got to the concert... Uh, they said, hey, you have to wear a mask yeah. to come in. To but, literally just walk yeah, in. Yeah, but once you get past registration, you can take your mask off. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's kind of weird, right? And so they open the doors. We all have to have our masks on. We walk in, and then I, we realize why. Yeah. And it's because they were filming. Right. They were filming people coming in. And so they needed everyone to have a mask on. But then once you get past the filming part, they're like, take your take mask off. off. We, we don't give a care. fuck. Yeah. We don't give yeah, 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 a fuck. Exactly. We're just going to post this, and we need everyone to look like they have masks right. on. Right. And I was like, oh, it's so funny. Yeah. And so tricky. Th- and it is. And there's also this, like, uh, the reason why I love podca- podcasting so much is because it is the most kind of grassrootsy thing where mm-hmm. people can talk and say their mind and they're not this like barrier of commercials. And it is, it's annoying to me where obviously like we need the iHeart radios and the bigger ones to help spread podcasts around. Sure. But there's something like so wrong about me because I or wrong about the situation because I feel like podcasting is kind of like the punk rock of communication and then things like iHeart we're all dying to go to this iHeart party but then it's like I don't know I wish that there was different companies in podcasting rather than Mm. these huge conglomerates that basically own everything it's it's like 90% of podcasters are all independent and grassroots and then you have these huge ones like the Dak Shepherds and the other ones that kind of gobble up a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. and I guess that's just how of course they're going to monetize on something so big but yeah it's just it's it's a different thought because I I hold podcasting in such a special way because it is so like direct with people and then when you have the like Spotify's and iHearts of the world that are the total opposite of that. Sure, you know, that's how I, I, I see. I see why it needs to be exactly because you, know? you need t- TV stations to get out the message of the people. So yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah, I get it. So um, well, right before we go into the concert, though, before all of the masking and stuff, we did have this really funny moment between us, and I, <laughs> I wanted to mention it because 
it doesn't necessarily paint me in a good light, uh, but I have an issue and it I know that it stems from a couple things. One, my spatial awareness, mm-hmm. me understanding my surroundings and Your also and also like my mother and the way that she on trips or anytime we're taking she's taking photos. It's like it's this whole ordeal. But you asked me, there's this big, you know, around Nashville, they have like these big cowboy boots around and you can take a photo in front of them. And Meryl says, take a picture of me, you know, and I'm like, I don't want to take a picture of you. There's all these people around. They're walking on the sidewalk. And I'm like, I just don't want to. I don't want to. It makes me feel uncomfortable to be like stopping traffic to be like, this moment is important. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, I'll take the photo. But then you and this is where I get irritated because. Uh, I didn't know how to position myself. You didn't know how to position, but you you said, okay, I'm ready. And so I pull the camera up. Now, being a photographer, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. I grab my I grab my camera. I have everything set to go. The exposure is right or the lighting is right. The settings are right. And I have my phone down on my side. And I'm not going to pull it up to my face until I'm ready to take the photo because it's going to be like this. We're done. We're done. Yeah. But instead... She gets on the cowboy, but she's like, okay, I'm ready. And then I pull my camera up and she starts moving in like 12 different like ways. And I'm like, what are you doing? And you're like, no, I don't. I, I, and I'm like holding my thing up. I feature my shoes next to the yeah. boot. And then people are stopping on the sidewalk from walking through Correct. because I have to stand back and get the whole thing. And I'm like, Meryl. And you're like, I just, okay, like this. Okay, not like this. And like, it's like that. And I'm like, oh my God. And I just, I almost gave up. I was like, here you go. That's what you get. Because, yeah. and I was like, go ahead, guys. You guys can go ahead and walk. And I was so fucking irritated because I like hate affecting other people's space and time you know Mm -hmm. I'm not that person that goes like I'm important get out of my fucking way I I, and I'm not saying you are right I'm just saying like in that moment I felt like I was in everyone's way and it reminded me of every time my my mom takes a photo she puts her glasses at the edge of her nose she holds her phone out like four feet she's like okay hold on okay get close I'm like get fucking ready and take the photo you know And I was so irritated that I said something and I lashed out because I said, I I said like, I don't like these moments. I hate these fucking moments and you don't realize that about me, but I'm trying to tell you that these things irritate me. And I said this phrase, which struck you like a lightning bolt. (laughs) I saw it in the moment. I was done with you. I I said, we don't travel well together. That's what I said. Mm -hmm. After all of these things that we just had encountered over the the course of three days, because I feel like we were laughing. Like I I get it, I I get it. But like the the, the driving and missing exits, Mm -hmm. the having to get up, the going out and saying like, "I want to be home by eleven," and then staying out later, and all this stuff. All these things were like, you know what? Maybe we're not travel partners, right? Although it's great for content, yeah. Maybe it's not great for peace. I like, agree. It's a little stressful for me, and yes. I think it's more stressful for me than it so is too. for you. Yeah, I, yeah. And so I'm like trying to be go with the flow, but these moments drive me crazy. So in that moment, I saw your face. You get this look in your eyes that turns into like the way a shark's eyes look. They're mm-hmm. just like black holes of like <laughs> looking at me, trying to like burn through me. Mm-hmm. Just like don't you ever say that to me and i was like <laughs> okay I, was like, I don't want to hurt i don't want to say anything hurtful to you back so right. it's me trying to like regulate myself that surprises me you say that because usually you're you no, do I don't lash hurt back your feelings i, I really don't want to hurt your feelings i think that on top the cowboy boot in itself kind of irritates me mm-hmm. the, and, and that's me right mm-hmm. like it's just it's kind of like when i see a line of women that we saw in nashville around the corner yeah, waiting to, waiting to get time. a yeah. picture in front of a pink square on yeah. a wall or like there were wings that somebody had you know everybody's seen these fucking things somebody made a pair of wings and there's a, a line of women waiting to get a picture in front of these wings it's like 
You're just, don't you see, you're just like everyone else right, like here. Right, your boot is there to take photos. If it was something maybe unconventional, do you think... I don't know. You I don't know. Want I think maybe if, it's the I, fact I think that it's like there for people to take photos that you don't like. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And maybe it's like if you wanted to take a picture in front of some weird thing that no one else is doing, I'd be like, okay, let's make this fun. Let's make this creative. Yeah. It was the fact that you wanted it and it was so basic to me. And I don't think I of understand. you as basic, but th- that moment and then stopping traffic, I was like, fucking get me out of here. I, I wanted to I evaporate. Agree too. I do. Uh, I, it was the only moment of our trip that I wanted to like wish you into the cornfield. I, yes. I was like, I'm done with you. I want other people I get around. It. I and get I, it. Like, I wanted other people around too. Yeah. Yep. And, and it, was- <laughs> it was coming to the end and we were about to walk into the Questlove concert. Yes. I was not feeling it. That whole conversation put me in a bad mood. Yeah. And I was like, I just want to be gone. I almost wanted to just leave and not go to the Questlove concert, which is crazy because of yeah, course. Like- and then, and then, luckily, we found out it's open bar. Yes, <laughs> and and so we chair. just medicated ourselves, <laughs> and we—I think we each had eight to ten drinks. Yeah, I think so too. We went wild. Yeah, it was just like, how about another? Yeah. How about? And then by the uh, and we started talking with yeah. people. We quickly yeah. got back to talking. We bounced and we back. Had, yeah, yeah, we had lots of fun then. Within a half an hour, we were like good. Yeah, but then we did split up because I wanted to get up really close because whenever. There's a photographic moment that I feel like is only for me. Like I'm, I, it's like an individual moment, right? Yeah. Then I want to get up and like get great photos. He's not the boot. Yeah, I'm not the. I, yeah, Questlove <laughs> is like I'm gonna get up there. I'm gonna get a really good photo. And I had done that the night before at some places, and I'd gotten some great photographs. Um. So that even that, it's kind of funny. It's like very specific. Like it has to be under my rule, and then it's okay. Yeah. But if, if you want to get a picture, so, oh my God, being a human is exhausting. Uh, okay. Anyway, so uh, we the Questlove concert is amazing. Yeah, it's beyond it's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we split up at one point because I'm like, I need a little time. You need a little time. Mm-hmm. And we were in a venue that is two floors, mm-hmm. but the second floor was shut. It was like closed off. Um, but you could go up there at some point in the concert. And yeah. So I'm gonna let you take it over from here. Okay. So. I decided I was kind of like, let me amble around a little bit and see what's going on in this venue. And I want to just kind of explore on my own. And yeah, I had been up close front for Questlove. That was super cool. But then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm curious. So I want to like walk around and go see. So I started on the ground floor and I went to the, I went to the elevator. And as I got onto the elevator, there was another guy that got on with me. And, and he kind of started chatting me up and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just here for Questlove. And then he said, I'm like, what are you here for? And he said, oh, I my, I do a Christian podcast. I'm like a Christian podcaster. I'm like, oh, okay, that's good. And he's like, yeah, we talk a lot about family values. I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, we actually have some comedy friends that I think maybe you could sure. check out. Our friend Dustin Nickerson sure, is like yeah. an awesome, you know, kind of Christian. A lot of clean comics. Yeah, too. exactly. And Christian or Dustin's podcast is so fu- funny and like family based. And I'm like, this w- if you're a new podcaster, this could be one to listen to and really, right. um, you know, do awesome. So then... Uh, as we're going up the elevator, we go up to like the second floor and I hear him say something and I'm like, what? And like, did I, what did you say? And he's like, oh, um, I didn't know if like maybe I could kiss you or something. Like, you're so beautiful. <laughs> can I kiss you? And I'm like, kiss me? Like, no. You just told me about your 12 <laughs> kids family. and your Christian family. Yeah. You have a podcast. Like, yeah. And I'm like, no, definitely not. And I'm like, is your wife here at the conference? And he said, no. And I'm like, oh, no way. Like, I have a boyfriend and no, like, definitely what? no. So then, fucking fuck. this is also, then I'm admitting something too. Then I didn't know what to do. But sometimes when I get this situation, I peed a little bit in the spot that he was at. No, that's not the way you're telling this story. How did I tell it? The story is this. You went up there. And I peed. You needed to use the restroom, yeah. but it was not anywhere close. So 
You just peed. Oh, no, I didn't pee all over. Like, no, no, no. I sincerely didn't just pee all over. What'd you do? You, you're wearing a dress. Mm-hmm. I just and peed you go a little up- bit where he was. What do, you, what do you mean, like, like, the like the way a dog pees yeah. on on on, a, on something that another yeah. dog peed on? When I when in how the, close were you to him? Um, three feet. You peed while he was three feet away. While he was talking to me, <laughs> and then I went away. Then I used the bathroom completely. <laughs> I and I was this. like, I was like, wait, oh, how did no, you? No, 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 I didn't like use the bathroom. Upstairs. I was like, wait, like, how, how did you? How did you do that no, I thing? I peed while he was talking to because, me a little bit. Because I asked you, I'm like, what, what, what did you just like? pull your underwear (laughs) aside and you were like i'm not wearing no i would do this sometimes when we would go when i first moved to san diego we would go down to mexico and boys would try to like dance with me and grind with me and stuff and then sometimes just to make my friends laugh while i was while they were grinding with me i'd say come here come here let's dance and they'd get really close to me and then i would just like pee all over them and make my friends laugh and then what the fuck that's because that's insane and i think it's so funny it is you do realize that's insane right absolutely yeah i love (laughs) and some men like watching their face like, so did he see it? No, I don't he think he didn't did. see it. This guy no. didn't see you peeing. No, on a balcony. No. Oh my god, that to me is yeah, like so beyond what I find like normal. Yeah, I'm just normal. like I was in shock when you told me. I was like, you said it so in passing, like, oh yeah, and then I peed on the balcony. I was like, wait, wait huh? One time I was wearing a bunny costume and some guy was trying to like grind with me, and I called him over, and then I peed like all over him what it's like it's funny to me it's funny to me so then i went back down <laughs> and joined the party <laughs> we, uh, we actually got some really good networking done too. yeah <laughs> and then we were drinking obviously yeah. and we were a little tipsy so we couldn't drive at that point so we had to waste some time yeah and then uh just so happened that one of our past podcast mates and good friend mm-hmm. dawson from the corolla show mm-hmm. uh was in town and realized that we were in town and we connected and we we're like oh my god let's get a drink so the sweetie we went out and met with dawson and so much fun he's such a great guy and um we we ended up drinking more, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is not what we wanted to do, right? But then we we're it's like, it's hard not to, yeah, and Na- yeah, and Nashville's like that town, yeah, yeah. And we rubbed elbows with a guy that we were. I, I mean, I was talking to this guy and I didn't realize who he was. I was just shooting the shit, and then I'm like, yeah, what did you you do? And then you were like, uh, that's the owner of Podcast One, right, like the biggest, podcast the biggest network. podcast network that has these major shows. You need like ten thousand listeners an episode yeah. to even talk to someone like that. Right. And I was like. Oh fuck! Like I, I just been talking to you for the yeah. last ten minutes, and then I was like, I just turned to him, and in a moment where I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this. Gonna I was like, I was like, dude, how do, you, how do, how do we get with you? How do, tell me what we gotta do? Like, can, I need your help. I need your <laughs> help. And he's like, you're Dawson's friend. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'll help you. And I'm like, oh fuck, let's go. Let's do it. And I peed on him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that was great. It was like almost the whole trip was worth that moment exactly. right there. It is funny how social things work where it's like if, if a person can vouch for you, yeah. then other stuff like you know happens and sure. it is it's we it's good and it's bad in that way because it's yeah, it's like we went to this whole conference and then we got more networking done yeah. just like at a bar at the that bars. had nothing to do with the yes, conference. That's yeah. the way it is. That's it is the way it is. So we we get done at the bar with Dawson. We are feeling a little tipsy still, so we're like we got to take some time. Right. So we walk the streets of Nashville for a little bit. God, we Chugging must have been lock, walking for a while. Yeah. And then we're like stopping, got food. Yeah. And we got chili dogs. Yep. And I remember uh, 
we got like two chili dogs each. And <laughs> yep. so we each ate one. And then I was like, oh, I'm eating my second one. And then you're like, I'm going to take this home. We walk back to the parking garage and just this like, time, I think there's no more alcohol. It's yeah, just yeah. Like literally like gallons of water and yeah. chili dogs. In my, in and I'm full and I'm ready to be home. And we have a 20 minute drive and I'm like, okay, let's just get me home. So we grab the parking ticket and I pay it. And then you go get the car, which is on the second level. And then, for whatever reason, I'm waiting and I'm waiting and you never come. Yeah. And I lose my shit. Like, cause I'm like, I'm done. And I'm like, I call him. Like, Where the fuck are you, man? Like, I'm standing here and I'm waiting. You're like, I went on the exit. I'm like, you went the wrong fucking way. And like, we're just losing it. And then finally, you came and got me. We got out of there. We got home. And then my favorite moment is you waking up the next day and telling me that you woke up like out of like a movie where two people have sex and yeah. they wake up next to each other that you woke up next to a chili dog sitting on the pillow. Yeah. Like the the um the sun was coming in through the shades and I'm like, "Oh, it's a new day." And I'm like slowly opening my eyes. I'm like, "Why do I feel so like inflamed?" And then I open my eyes even more and I start to see this glimmer of this little pink round thing. I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" And then I open up my eyes and it's like still on the the little like red and white grid like kind of basket and then the chili dog is there with the onions and the we had both gotten it's smoking a cigarette <laughs> yeah, it's like was that good for you no it was um we both got like the same type of chili dogs which were yeah. really really freaking They're, good they were so good but i woke up and i ate it it's like yeah. a char dog with chili it was fucking amazing then we had a full day of not only um going to the the convention itself but we had a wonderful podcast episode coming up which we will be playing soon for you guys a very 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 cool guest a really big get for us um and then we had to fly out that day so that was our last friday yeah. was our last day so we're just kind of killing time driving around nashville it's just gonna go see some sites and then guess what happens mm -hmm. both our phones go ding ding your flights have been delayed and we're like no, no not again at this point your um bo's head had started bleeding you had like a cut that was bleeding we yeah got a, i had we shaved myself got, like, too quickly yeah and my head was bleeding and i was like oh man and so i'm looking like a mess we got a parking ticket yep i've had urine on my skirt <laughs> <laughs> we're still full from chili dogs we're from the night from chili dogs. yeah i just felt like beat up and I yeah felt, uh, no so like a week of new orleans eating a week of nashville eating i'm just like i need a salad right and now our flights are delayed and i was like i started to stress out because I was like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. I, there's still horror stories with American Airlines still canceling flights, and I was worried that this was going to happen. But we reacted so quickly. Yeah. We, I, I think you and I both, I love you dearly. You are one of my best friends. But I think both you and I were like, I can't take another night together. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For 100%. Yeah. I was like, I, I, we'd have to find an Airbnb or a hotel. We'd have to get the rental car for another night. I cannot spend another waking hour with you <laughs> extra. I really did. And so um, we just switched gears, bought tickets at another airline. We, Southwest. Let's canceled our American yep. and hoped that we got our money back, but not knowing that we would. Yeah. And so I was like, wow, this trip is going to cost me $1,200 just to get here and get back. Right. <laughs> Immediately, it was so funny because we were looking at the other flights. I'm like, uh, okay, total, this is going to be $700. And you and I were like, do it right now. Just, just fucking do it. Do it. Yeah. We got our flights. And then <laughs> we get to the airport. We check in. We're like, okay, well, at least we'll get back on time. Dunk, dunk. Delayed. We get another delay and we're yep. like, I'm just ready to like pull my fucking yeah. face off. Yes. And just be like, kill me now. Wearing a mask in the airport. Oh, and everybody's, uh, yeah. On the, you know, I, if you've been in an airport in the last six months, nothing's open. 
Right. Like even if you're stuck in an airport for eight hours or, or four hours before it was like, well, at least there's restaurants and bars and things like that you can do. Every store is closed now. It's yeah, like it's weird. there's like one restaurant. It's McDonald's or something. Right. It sucks. Um, so we're just delayed in the airport. We try to just like go do our own thing a little bit. Uh, and then, you know, then a flight home, then we got the flight home Easy and it was peasy. fine. And, and, and we got back and it was awesome. Like, I think most people that travel together would land, go to baggage claim together and then just like, okay, we'll see you later. But I was like, I'm 12 rows ahead of you. And I'm just like, I'm getting off first. I'll see you later. I'll see you on Tuesday or something. Go fuck yourself. And I like, I felt that way. Too. I got out of the airport and got the fuck home. Yeah, I, I didn't I even say, I think at some point we didn't even say goodbye. Really. No, no. I just went to baggage claim, which I, that's totally fine. I felt, I felt like that too. It was fine. It no. was good. Yeah, but it was great. It was a good trip. Yeah. All in all, I know a lot of like fuckery went on, and we learned a lot. We did learn a lot. Yeah, but we you had know. A, a wonder. It was it, overall, it was very, very funny. I think without the flying tumultuousness, it would have been a lot smoother. Yeah. Next year is in Dallas, and I can't wait for that. I'm already getting a luxury Airbnb for nine. I would just say that if you're thinking of traveling right now, and this is not to deter you from it, but I'll say this: I don't think the world or the country is completely ready. As much as they think they are. I think people aren't ready. I think the businesses aren't ready. Um, I want to be open. I want to get out there. But like there is this weird limitation and people just aren't. Everything's understaffed and that's causing a lot of chaos. And clearly, um, I mean, American Airlines can't handle shit. And And my learning lesson, too, was a lot of times I don't. Uh, by the time I go on travel, like when I went to my like the London Paris trip and stuff, I didn't have a ton of extra resource money like yeah. I just you know I basically just right. bought enough for like what I would need <laughs> for that trip and my takeaway was I was very glad that I had kind of padded myself with extra money so right. we did have the ability to be like okay it's no problem it's almost like nowadays if you travel you need like an two extra grand yeah you need be, an extra like, two grand just, yeah, just, just in be, case like, in case something happens but yeah I think you're right I think now is a good time for like local travel yeah. within your state that you can because Airbnbs are super expensive right now uh, they've become more expensive than hotels uh, you know Ubers are more expensive mm-hmm. it's like I've been hearing horror stories where it's like an uber costs like 80 dollars to go like 10 miles yeah and then it's like a taxi is like 30 bucks mm-hmm. it's like how is how have we flip-flopped in s- such a big way anyway and I, also, I was just gonna say before we recorded this episode you said something so funny after all this after everything you guys heard Bo had said to me like we just need to do a trip every two months <laughs> well because i realized <laughs> I, I realized it's so good for content because yeah. <laughs> we don't have normal trips like other people do yeah yeah it's it like... always turns into some wild escapade <laughs> yeah of we like, went home bleeding yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my god well, that's well, that's guys, it yeah. we just wanted to recap and let you know yeah and this is everything holy fuck what's well, actually not everything this we can't tell them the other stuff oh yeah okay <laughs> We will, slowly, when we get the legal. Thanks for going on that ride with us. Until next time, we'll... Bye. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question, or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at Campfire Shit Show, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Good night, kids. Sleep tight. <laughs>